0: I have nothing to wear. I'm sure that statement has been uttered many, many times, including by me when we look at our closets or look at our clothes when we get dressed in the morning or have to go to an event. I have nothing to wear. Well, that might not be very true, but it, it is a point of frustration for a lot of us because We just don't know what looks good on us or we don't know what matches. And so I have an interview for you that I believe you will greatly enjoy. I had the great opportunity to interview Jeannie Stith, who is the founder and CEO of Color Guru, where she matches people to their ideal color palette for clothing so that they can look better, simplify clothes shopping, And create a coordinated wardrobe. And who does not want all of the above? Jeannie's color cards have simplified choosing clothing colors for people in 24 countries. Her course, Style Secrets, has transformed hundreds of wardrobes all around the world. Now, I'm going to include a link in the podcast notes for that if you're interested And she has been featured in several other podcasts, and I am honored to have her on here. And Jeannie, she is a mother of two girls and lives in Arden, Delaware. When she's not analyzing her clients' photos, you can find her hopping on rocks in the creek with her daughters, salsa dancing, or watering her current collection of 55 houseplants. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoy this conversation. I had so much fun talking with her. And so without further ado, here is my interview with Jeannie Stith. Welcome back to Organize with Grace podcast. Do you feel like you're always struggling to get it together? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, feeling completely disorganized in your home and life? That it's starting to affect you mentally and emotionally well you've come to the right place if you need encouragement easy and simple organization tips or you just want to know that you're not alone in this season of life hi i'm grace ramon your fellow working mom and professional organizer i believe in you friend you can get it together now let's get organized Thank you for taking the time to be here at Organize with Grace. It's a time that a lot of us think about doing something different because of the new year. And the topic I'd like to talk to you about is decluttering our closets. And so as in your experience with women that come to you, what is the issue or problem that they would come to you about when it comes to decluttering and simplifying their closets?
1: So it's a problem that I used to have myself, so I understand it very well, (laughs) you know, and it's kind of how Colored Guru was born. I had organized and decluttered the rest of my house, and my closet was something that I just could not get a handle on. It felt like no matter what I seemed to do, I always ended up with overstuffed drawers, too many clothes for the hangers I had, right? Like I dreaded laundry day because I was like, where do I put all this stuff? Doesn't fit, doesn't fit. And yet when I went to get dressed, I didn't have that much that I actually liked to wear. And so I found it really confusing. I was just like, how can I have this many clothes and yet struggle to put an outfit together that I even like? Like, how is that possible? You know, and I think for a long time, I sort of thought that the solution to that was just, It was a numbers game. And if I just bought more, eventually some of it would work together. And that was the worst solution, actually, because I just ended up with more confusion, more clothes, spending too much money on clothes, too much time on clothes. Right. And it didn't solve my problem. And so then I sort of realized like I was sort of trapped in a cycle. And I think a lot of people can relate to this because a lot of the women and men that I work with definitely express the same thing to me. But women more so, a bit more so, because I think women are sort of taught to shop by impulse. Go shopping, browse, see what you like. And if you like it, buy it, right? And it's not really the best way to shop for clothes because you end up not liking a bunch of that stuff. Anyway, I found out that I was sort of in this cycle of buy, declutter, buy, declutter, buy, declutter. And of course, right after I decluttered my closet, it would feel good for a while. I'd be like, wow, this feels amazing. It feels really cleared out. But then, you know, a couple months later, I'd be decluttering again. And I was like, maybe what I actually need to do is change my boundaries for what I bring into my closet in the first place so I don't have to declutter in a couple months. And that's when my ideas about, you know, what could work in my closet long term really started to shift. And that's when I came up with the colors.
0: That is wonderful. And you mentioned long term versus the cycle that you yourself was going through. And so continue to take us through that process and how I mean, just that's so wonderful that an idea became a business you know that's so exciting.
1: Yeah, it is exciting because I really just wanted to solve this problem for myself. I just wanted a closet that was organized that had room to breathe. I wanted clothes I liked, I wanted wear, you know, I wanted to wear 80% of my clothes instead of 20% of my clothes. I wanted to eliminate things in my closet that still had the tags on, that made me feel guilty every time I looked at them.
0: Oh, you know? those feelings. <laughs>
1: oh, those feelings of wasted money and wasted time and disappointment that that piece didn't like live up to sort of what you wanted it to be, right? So I wanted to eliminate all that. And basically, I'm kind of like an efficiency and life hack person. Like, I love a good life hack. And I started to think about how could I shop in the most efficient way possible where I'd be happier with the things I ended up with? And my conclusion came that I knew there was a concept out there that you looked good in certain colors and not so good in other colors, right? So I was like, well, why am I even, I should just get clear on what my best colors are and only buy those, right? If I have best colors, why would I bother wearing anything else. And so then I got the, that idea and I thought, well, if I could really hone in on my best colors, I could automatically sort of look better in my clothes. I could walk into a store and scan for my best colors. And also I could create a wardrobe where everything works together. If I could come up with like a family of colors that go together that I look good in. Right. And so I kind of started testing this theory and it totally worked. And, and wow. it worked so well that it, it totally transformed the way I looked in clothes. It transformed the way I shopped and it transformed the way I put outfits together. Everything became so much easier. And I was like, this is not the whole answer to dressing because of course, you know, there's like the shape part, certain styles, certain shapes look good on certain body types. There's that piece of it too. But I was like, this is the first part, and it's a really significant part to looking good in your clothes and breaking down dressing to make it simple and easy. And it worked so well that I started doing consultations for my friends, like, let's try to figure out your colors sort of thing, because I wasn't an expert yet at all at that point. And then they liked it so much, some of their friends wanted to do it. And then I put up like a one-page website, you know, where I really had started helping a lot of people. I had started to create my own color palettes. And it was just so exciting. It just grew very organically.
0: Wow. Wow, that's exciting. And here we are talking. And here I am talking with you. And this is so cool. And you were talking about color consultation. So is that something that is like a like an 80s concept or what is what is that about with the consultation?
1: Yeah. So seasonal color analysis has been around since I believe the early 80s was. Well, that was really when it was sort of popularized. Right. It, It was around before that as well. And there are lots of different systems for seasonal color analysis. When I set out to create my own system, which is what I've done I found that I felt like some of the systems had really good things to offer, but were lacking. And my goal was to sort of study all the systems, take the best, and also add what I thought was missing. And so that's what I did. And basically, you know, I don't even think we've exactly explained what this is yet, but seasonal color analysis is analyzing your hair, skin, and eye color to match you with your ideal color palette for clothing. What I found was a lot of the systems were sort of dated, like the colors were dated, like you couldn't find them in stores, right? So like colors in stores sort of shift over decades, you know, and some of the colors you could find in the 80s are not as easily findable now. And so I kind of took that into consideration when I created my palettes. I was like, I want everything to be flattering. I want everything to be findable, you know, and I want it to be a family, like the three F's, right? Flattering, findable, and a family of colors so that when you sort of invest in dressing in your color palette, all the stuff in your wardrobe goes with all the stuff in your wardrobe. And that is the biggest benefit on the back end that people don't really see coming. I feel like a lot of my clients do it because they want to know their best colors. They want to look their best but they don't realize the ease it's going to create when they're putting together stuff in the morning.
0: So let's back up a minute when you said, you know, you're able to analyze people and figure out their best color. So what, how does that process work? And my, I guess my next question after that is what if you, you know, you were talking to someone who was like, well, I, I can just, you know, flip through a, a magazine, and I can figure that out myself. So the first question is, what is the process? And why is it so hard for us to figure out ourselves? And we need someone like you to do it?
1: Yeah. So the process is very simple. Basically, we have consultation packages. And we've really worked hard to make it a very efficient process so that we can offer it at a low price basically, when someone buys a package, they answer some questions for us because there are things we need to confirm. So things like, you know, what happens to your skin in the sun? Some people burn right away. Some people tan. Some people with deeper skin tones have no change in the sun. And we need to know those things. We need to know like, what was your hair color as a child? For some people, it changes. Describe your eye color so we can confirm that what we're seeing in your photos matches what you're saying, basically. And then we require, a minimum of five photos. Most people upload six or seven, but we need five and we need five in sort of different lighting situations. It looks different than when you're inside. And so we need to look for the consistencies between all the lighting situations. What are we seeing that's consistent? And then also kind of cross check that with what you've told us about your coloring. So the form's very simple. It takes about 10 minutes to fill out and upload your photos. And then we do the rest in terms of analyzing, matching you with the ideal color palette. And then we send a digital color card for your phone with your best 35 shades. And then we also send in the mail to everybody. Every package gets a laminated color card as well. So a hard copy for like your purse or your pocket. And then we also have added makeup cards, we added some uh, hair color consultation with a hair color expert just recently. Yeah, so we kind of can give people the whole picture. And, uh, and we've just gotten amazing feedback. And then let's see, there was a second part to your question. Can you remind me? The
0: second part is for someone who says, what do I need someone to give me a consultation for? I can figure that out looking at Pinterest or looking through a magazine. You know, what do I need this for? Totally.
1: So here's the answer to that. So what I find pretty consistently is most people do know a few of their best colors, like colors that they've just been all their life complimented on or every time they put it on, they're just like, oh, my gosh, this looks amazing. But what I find is that most people are also ignoring a bunch of colors that look amazing on them and they just don't realize it. So what people appreciate is getting the confirmation on those colors that they already feel are really good for them. And now they know for sure that they are. And then they find that they have a whole slew of colors that look amazing on them that they've never tried. And so it's fun to now go to the store and like try some new things and see with new eyes like, oh, wow, this color looks amazing on me. For whatever reason, I never would have pulled it off the rack. Closed shopping is sort of like grocery shopping. Like we have a hard time looking at things we haven't bought previously, right? You go to the grocery store and you're like on autopilot. You just pull the exact same things off the shelf. It's actually challenging to buy something new unless like someone's giving you a recommendation. They're like, oh, try this cereal. It's so amazing or whatever. Otherwise, it's really hard to just randomly buy a new cereal or a new salad dressing or whatever it is. It's the same with clothes. We tend to buy the same things over and over again. It's
0: like our brain wants to stay the same. And you're the one to, you know, disrupt that in a good way. Right.
1: That's right. (laughs) We kind of shake you and go, wait, look at this and this and this and look at it with new eyes. And so people really enjoy that process. And We get emails all the time that's like, shopping is so fun now. It's like a treasure hunt for my colors. I'm bypassing racks of colors that don't look good on me. And now I know I can just ignore those and never, not ever even touch them. It cuts your shopping time in half. So in terms of efficiency, it's just an amazing way to shop. And it it really turns shopping for clothes into more of a fun thing for a lot of people than like, a constant questioning of does this look good on me kind of eliminates that decision fatigue in terms of color
0: nowadays people are shopping online you can't have that luxury of trying out clothes you know in person but much of what's available is online what are some suggestions that you can give to someone who is trying to look for things online because you know the computer screen is a little bit deceiving with color so what are some general guidelines that someone can have
1: well, I would I would say, you know, you can never know 100% for sure that the color is going to show up at your door the exact same as it looked on the screen, because there are slight variations. I will say the stores, especially the mainstream brands, have gotten way better in the last 10 years, because they know they're going to get more returns if the color looks off. And so they've really made it a priority to not misrepresent the color. That being said, it's not 100% perfect all the time, but you can basically get your color card and our colors have names on them. So we have a digital card that has each color named and some of those names you can just Google, you know, and see what shows up. Like if you're looking for a navy dress or you're looking for sort of a cherry red, you know, top or whatever it is, you can really specifically Google for some of those, those color names. And the other tip I give is that. We determine in our color analysis whether you're warm or cool undertoned. Now we make some other determinations too that end up matching you with your ideal type, but warm and cool is one of the big ones. And What you'll start to notice is when you're shopping online, you know how they give, they often give garments like a a name, like they'll give the color a name. So like, for example, I was doing some online shopping with a client a few weeks ago, and there was a red dress that came in a couple different shades of red. And one of the reds was called crisp cranberry. And one of the reds was called flame. Now they're giving us hints in the name, whether it's a warm or cool color. So flame was a warm color. It was like an orangey red. And crisp cranberry was a cool color. It's a blue-based red. Ah, And so yeah, they don't always do that, but some of them do. And so you can look for clues. Like, is this a warm or cool shade? And you'll know from your color analysis whether you're warm or cool, and then you can help you determine.
0: Yeah. And I love that this kind of thing, just like organization, like learning this is, you know, from someone from an expert like you, and it's just that it's learnable, you can learn your colors, your ideal colors, and the things that look good on you. And now with these ideal colors, does it change as we age?
1: That is a great question. Yes. And here's the answer. For some people, it does. And for some people, it doesn't. It really is a case by case basis. And the question is, where are you on the warm, cool spectrum? So people who are far on the cool side are going to stay cool and people are far on the warm side are going to stay warm. But me, for example, I actually have a mix of warm and cool. And one of the questions you asked is like, why can't we figure this out ourselves? Those people are the tricky ones to identify because, you know, if you're super far on the cool side of the spectrum, I'll give you an example that everybody can picture, right? The actress Courtney Cox. She is an extreme cool. She's got dark hair. She's got porcelain skin with a cool undertone. And she's got blue eyes, which are also cool. Everything about her is cool. She could probably take a warm, cool quiz online and get the correct answer. Nicole Kidman, all warm. Now, if I'm remembering her eye color, right, she's all warm. But just for the sake of argument, let's say her eye color is hazel, warm. Her skin, peach warm and her hair color strawberry blonde warm super duper warm she's a spring type she could probably again take a quiz get the accurate result but i think about 70 percent of people have both warm and cool aspects and so me for example so it's very hard to self-identify so me for example i have cool skin tone porcelain skin tone with like no ability to tan (laughs) i'm sadly (laughs) but blue eye color cool actually like blue gray eye color, cool, but really warm hair, my hair is like an auburn color. So I'm a mix of warm and cool. And so that's where it really takes somebody who has an expert eye to see which way you're leaning.
0: Okay, so for me, I mean, we're for the listener, we're looking at each other through video. So I'm um, my lighting is a little off. So maybe you can test it out on me. I have I'm Asian, I have dark uh, hair, and dark eyes and kind of, I don't know if you want to cool kind of a tone, skin tone. So, you know, so for myself, like just right off the bat, what do you suggest for me?
1: Yeah, you're definitely a cool type, although your skin tone does have some warmth in it because I often see this with Asian skin tone. You're you're what's called a cool olive. So olive is typically sort of a warm uh, skin tone type, but you have some cool elements to your skin as well. And that's the thing. People tend to think, oh, my undertones are one or the other. They don't, they're not always. Sometimes we see both pink and peach in skin. Sometimes we see both pink and yellow in skin. But for you, I would call you a cool olive skin tone, cool hair, and actually brown eye color, even though brown is traditionally thought of as a warm color, there are cool shades of brown and warm shades of brown, and yours is a cool shade of brown. So you're a cool, you actually are a winter type, and we have three different types of winter you're actually the deepest type of winter and the type of winter that often has some warmth in the skin tone too. And so that's called a twilight winter. So you're actually closest of the winters to the autumn types, but you're not an autumn. You're not that warm. You just don't have that kind of warmth. You just have a touch of warmth in your skin tone. So twilight winter colors, great in black and white. So you get the black, which not everybody, like everybody thinks black is a universal color. I am very... Against everyone wearing black, but you look great in black.
0: That is the general thought that it is a universal color, that everybody can wear it.
1: Color analysis is a science uh, as well as a a touch of an art, but mostly a science. And black is a deep, clear, cool color. So it looks best on people like you who have Mm -hmm. deep, clear, cool coloring. Um, and so you can wear it extremely well. I'm sure you look amazing in black and lots of black staples in your wardrobe is a great. Thing.
0: I do. <laughs> I have a lot of
1: black. <laughs> yes. But for me, it drains all the color from my face. It looks super heavy on me. It, there is nothing good about me and black up against my face. Now, some people freak out and they're like, what if I don't get black in my palette? I wear black all the time. And I'm like, you know, I would just suggest slowly taking it away from your face. That doesn't mean you can't wear black pants or black shoes or carry a black bag, right? But against your face, for some people, it just pulls the color away. You know, some colors you can put on, especially spring and autumn types who are warm, sometimes colors you can put on and it just lights up your face. But black is one of those that just drains your face, makes you look kind of grayish, just the, the color in your cheek just sort of fades away you know so yeah, so it's it's pretty interesting. but then what also looks so great on you and uh, are things like jewel tones like sapphire blue, emerald green, ruby red, amazing on you amethyst purple and also the primary colors you wear really well so like cherry red, canary yellow, kind of a cobalt blue
0: would look amazing on you. Yeah. Love it. There you go.
1: There's your color palette.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that is amazing. You know, all the things that you just said, I would not have ever been able to come up with that. No way. You know, there may be some, like you said, some hints like, okay, these things, these colors look good on me. But you know, all of the details that you told me for my listeners, these are the things that you're gonna get if you work with Jeannie. And I think it's just amazing. So thank you for that. I wanted to close with this because there are women that continue to and I asked this with my other guests who are experts and professionals we tend to wait and wait and think that uh, I don't really yeah I have I don't have time but you know I might not have much money who have these reservations of it's either I don't have time or I don't have money like how how can you get through that because Let me just explain really quick. My experience with my virtual organizing package with women is that, you know, I talk to them. I know that they're ready to go. And then as soon as they hear the price, they're like, oh, well, they don't say it to me outright. But they might say, oh, well, you know, that's not in my budget or, you know, whatever the, you know, the block is. What would you say to her who is really considering something like this? But for some reason have, you know, there's just some maybe mental blocks or just reservations about it.
1: Yeah, I totally understand. And the first thing I would say would just be check out our prices because it's probably less than you think for a custom consultation. We have really, our goal has been to make color consultations affordable for people. I'm also going to give a coupon code if that's okay at the end. Of Wonderful. The episode, yes. Yes. A unique coupon code for your listeners to take even more off of that price. But Here's the thing I hear most often. The feedback I get most often is, I wish I had done this sooner. This is a one and done service that once you have it, you can likely use those results for the rest of your life. Now, like I said, there's a very small percentage of people who do shift when, if they let their hair go gray or something like that, they might shift seasons. That's not the majority of people. The majority of people have these colors for the rest of their lives and it changes shopping for them forever. And I think uh you would save the money you spend on a color consultation in one year you would save on mistake purchases <laughs> you know what i mean so i think you would make back in a year easy so it's just it's a fun and easy thing to try probably like i said not as much as you think for a custom consultation
0: that's great and circling back you know i know that we've we've really took taken this awesome journey into the color you know our initial topic was decluttering so what has been the result of how your clients closets look like from before they worked with you into now when they've figured out their their color palette
1: yeah well it's awesome because I I get emails all the time of before and afters of closets with which as like an organization person just like thrills me to no end They've basically kept the best stuff for them and gotten rid of the clutter, kept the things that really work for them. And they've gotten rid of the clutter. And, you know, it's the clutter that creates the confusion. It's, it is the clutter that creates the confusion in terms of like, I used to have, you know, before I got into the color analysis, I had like black shoes, I had brown shoes, I had silver shoes, gold shoes, like all the different kinds of That's shoes. Me. Oh my That's gosh. Me right yeah. now. <laughs> And like, then I would pick a dress out. Like, let's say I was going out for the night. I'd pick a dress and I'd be like, wait, what, uh, which shoes? Okay, wait, those are the comfortable ones. But then those are the ones that match, but they're uncomfortable. And like, it was a whole thing. And now it's like, when I pick a dress out, I only have warm tone shoes. That's all I have. So I have like you know, browns and sort of uh golds and those types of shoes. I I don't even own a black pair of shoes anymore because I don't have any clothes that go with a black pair of shoes. You know, it 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 is so I don't have earrings that go with, you know, uh, stuff that's black because I don't own black clothing anymore. Now that's just me. Um and that's my personal choice is I choose to like eliminate the black. Not everybody does that. Like I said, lots of people keep black pants or black shoes or whatever. But for me it's so nice To pull out a dress or pull out a pair of pants and everything else in my closet goes with it, including accessories, including, you know, bags and shoes and jewelry and things like that. I just stick with what works and it has simplified my whole closet. It was it was the answer to simplifying my closet.
0: And I can see my audience and the listeners can't see your face, but I can just see that sense of like relief and peace about it. I will say
1: I really love, I love the Marie Kondo approach everywhere else, but I found when I tried it in my wardrobe, it didn't work because what I found was I had these things that sparked joy. I love this concept of sparking joy, like in the rest of my house, love it. But in my closet, in the rest of my house, it doesn't really matter to me though, if my dish towels match my curtains, right? But it does matter to me if my shirts match my pants. So like what I found was I had all of these things that individually sparked joy, but then they didn't work together. They didn't match. And I was like, this this is like the one place where I feel like this just doesn't work for me. And so that the family of colors sort of solves that problem. It's our color palettes are designed to be a family of colors that works together. And I'm totally not dissing Marie Kondo. I think she's amazing. And I think this concept is totally amazing I just feel like in the closet, it's not the only question you should be asking. Does it spark joy? Maybe is a question to be asking, but it's not the only one.
0: I love that because I do like her a lot as well. I love that it doesn't have to be just those questions. Like you said, it can be our clothing. Really, it it is. It's an extension of who we are. And so it should be something that we are happy with and comfortable with and enjoy wearing.
1: And, and to kind of further help with that, with what you just said, I really think when you break down dressing, it makes sense that colors should come first because you can walk into a store and scan for your colors. You can search by color online. You can't walk into a store and scan for what shapes work on you because you'd have to lift up every garment. When you shop color first, you go in and you scan for your colors and you don't even touch things that aren't the right colors for you. And then, you know, I always think secondary is shape. So take the item into the dressing room, determine whether, you know, you like it on your particular body shape. And then third is personal style. And I really think you can break down dressing into these three things. I I talk about this in my course that I teach, which is color, shape, personal style. And personal style is just a very personal thing, like how you want to show up, what your aesthetic is, what you like to look at. And how you want to present yourself. And if you can just get even the smallest handle on those three things, you can really start to buy clothes that you're happy with long term, right? Because they fit some criteria. You're making some intentional boundaries about what you bring into your closet. And really, most people find that freeing, not constricting.
0: Wow. This conversation has been so much fun, Jeannie. And how can, what is the best way that my listeners can connect with you?
1: So I'm on Instagram a lot and I'm at your color guru. Um, My website is yourcolorguru.com. Like I said, I'm happy to offer, this is a 10% off uh, coupon code for your listeners uh, specifically. And that coupon code is, is just grace. Type in Grace and you'll get an extra 10% off.
0: Yeah, and I suggest you take advantage because this is, like Jeannie says, I mean, this could be something that will really change and like really revolutionize how you shop. And so many of us do have so much trouble with that. I know I do. And to the point where there are times that I just stop because I end up getting the same stuff. I get this one thing in all different colors and I maybe wear one of them. and so. been there Yep.
1: (laughs) it's it's nice when a shirt comes in 10 colors and you're like oh those are the two that work for me now i know
0: So yeah thank you once again for your time and i really appreciate you being here oh it's
1: been my pleasure thank you so much for having me
0: hey real quick if you enjoyed today's episode the best way to thank me is by leaving an itunes review If you're listening to me right now on your iPhone, simply scroll down, click, write a review, within the podcast and voila, you'll get a chance to click five stars and type in how the podcast has helped you. You can also access iTunes on your computer if you're not an iPhone user by downloading the iTunes app. Also, I offer virtual organizing and that means we get to hop on Zoom together wherever you are and i can help you organize your space for a fraction of a price that you would spend hiring an in-person organizer contact me by email hello at so you and i can get started i offer a free 15-minute assessment to see if we're a good match to work together so get on it girl stop being stuck on your organizing journey i'll help you walk forward so you can finish that organizing project that you've been procrastinating on no judgment here done it myself but you know what i'm talking about girl all right can't wait to talk to you bye